Two dudes talking about Scooby-Doo. Two dudes just like you. Unless you're a lady, mm, this show is for ladies too. If you're LGBTQ, we are your Scooby-Doos. Welcome back, everyone. So good to be here. So good to have you, Evan. Ha- like, have me where, though? Have you... On my on my phone screen, leaning against my computer screen, I like to think that you've um you've like jauntily leaned your phone against the computer screen. <laughs> it is. It's leaning against the screen, and, like, a, and you've almost like fashioned little pipe cleaner limbs, and it's it's, it's kind of bashful. It's uh, honestly, and I'm leaning over here against the other wall, <laughs> and my phone and I are, are kind of eyeing each other up. Where are we gonna dance? What are we gonna do? And and kind of like a hey, what you up to? Yeah, kind of a uh, kind of pose. Hey, how's it going? And honestly, we're not the only one. There's a ton of other phones lined up against that wall, and a ton of other Luke's lined up against this wall. We all we're all too nervous. Who's gonna make the first? move <laughs> like a middle school dance <laughs> oh i guess it is kind of like a middle school dance isn't it yeah i remember um when i was in middle school and i know you didn't have this experience because you know you went to um to that school the high school that we both went to later where dances were like a new a fun new novel yeah, thing that they decided to come up they're with they're moving their bodies and not just to get from place to place um, what is this but i went to a canadian middle school public middle school and mm. I remember the DJ in an attempt to try to get us to dance. I haven't thought about this in years. Oh wow! They were giving I away. This. I imagine, I imagine you opening the mind vault, and this is like a little piece of treasure. It hasn't seen the light of day in ages. They were giving away like, I want to say, I want to say coupons. <laughs> Twenty cents off your next roll of toilet paper if you dance with each other. Genuinely, like. Oh my gosh! I, I can't believe it. They like and and it was just kind of like oh I guess I guess I'll dance with a girl if it'll get me like a three dollar whopper because <laughs> oh my goodness and I the question on all of our minds is of course did it work I, I I think some people were I think the people who were dancing were already dancing and that just sort of sweetened the deal for them he's just rewarding the already dancers nobody else is in on that if they weren't already okay I remember dancing with this girl. Um, you can bleep this if you want to. Her name is Rose at the time. She has a different name now that she's married. That is pretty specific, so I might. <laughs> um, uh, and I remember dancing with her, but I also remember that she was the one who took the coupon or whatever, or wow. whatever it was. And I remember wow. feeling really, uh, let's say ripped off. Yeah, let's say that, because you were. I mean, I think this is a question: is uh, who gets who gets the the coupon? I maybe can we refer to like divorce law? I think you might actually know a little bit about this in this area. Oh wow, what a throwback! <laughs> I, I'm amazed I made the connection, but yeah, who gets the coupons in a in a divorce in an amicable parting? Let's yeah, say. what if I want to annul my middle school dance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it happened. It it was legitimized. It was official. Well, I'm uh, I'm really glad you mentioned that. It it made me realize I do actually have some BK coupons right here next to my desk that I've uh, just started fanning myself with, and I can tell my phone's demeanor has changed. It's uh, it's shifting its posture a little bit. I like, for me, it's so hard to imagine being like the DJ and be like sweating bullets. <laughs> Cause like none of the kids are dancing. It's like, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> he googles coupons. That's it. 
<laughs> is one thing. I've got, let me see, I've got a black and white printer here on my DJ station, and I can Google something. Uh, hey, so, uh, so I've got a Groupon here for Canada's Wonderland, if you guys want to just, like, maybe if, like, four or five of you want to start grinding, but listen, I can't, it's only five people max. And, and you do have to pay 20 bucks in to get the coupon, but hey, it's a $90 value. Trying to force intimacy between children, what a gig. Oh, goodness. Is that, is that DJ work in your mind? I guess when you're DJing for a middle school dance and nobody's dancing, you're kind of in that position. Which is, I don't, I think it connects very cleanly up to what we're here to do today. We are kind of the DJs of this, this episode, trying to get you, the listeners, to dance to the trailer for Scoob! Exclamation Point. How clean is that transition? Actually, I think, the excla- similar to Panic at the Disco, I think they did away with the exclamation point. Oh, they did. No, no exclamation point. Wow. Now, isn't it Scooby-Doo tradition? It's been a while. Here's how you'll know. Isn't it Scooby-Doo tradition to always end in an exclamation point, even if it's a question? For at least the first series, Scooby-Doo, where are you? <laughs> uh, I, I will say, it probably, it's probably worth saying that you and I, mm-hmm. oh, me being Evan, and, and me being Luke, together, when you combine these two things, when you make kind of a Dragon Ball Z fusion, here's my earring, by the way. Could you put this on real quick? Your ear? Oh, is that a Dragon Ball <laughs> thing? A Dragon Ball thing. If you put Wait, on this... they have to wear each other's earrings? Say what? Say again? They have to wear each other's that's, earrings? That's how fusions happen, I think, is we each wear one earring on a thing. I think this is where the, like, gay earring thing came about from, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just <laughs> thinking. You know, like, Dragon Ball Z, the straightest, <laughs> straightest show, show on it, I know it's ironic that it came from that. Men flexing and screaming at each other and then embracing um, for the rest of their lives. Um, but, um, together, when you combine an Evan and a Luke and a Scooby-Doo trailer, you get the Scooby-Doods. The Scooby-Doods, we are a, uh, were a long defunct, uh, Scooby-Doo podcast, the best reviewed Ooh. on the internet. Ooh. Just we got out, out at the top of our game. Yeah, you, you thought you could tank us with a one-star review. Too late! You waited! Um, and we, uh, we purported to be... Two best friends talking about your favorite meddling kids. And their dumb dog, too. I was terrified for a moment. I wouldn't remember it because we didn't rehearse that. I was like, <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and my name is Luke. It sounded something like that. Oh, man. And, and we're kind of, like, like you said, semi-reti- semi-retired, kind of out of the game a little bit. We're up here living in this cabin away from society. We got out of the game. We didn't want to. Just like Panic at the Disco. <laughs> like Panic at the Disco. I want to keep going back to that. They did, bet- after, um, shoot, what was it called? A f- the, thing about, the thing about Panic! at the Disco's first album is that so many of their songs sound like album names. Like, they're slightly too long. They're all too long. I think it was a fever you can't sweat out. But after, after that album, they went away to a cabin in the woods, um, and they recorded Pretty Odd. Because it's a lot of, like, Beatles-y hmm. kind of... Anyway, that that is interesting. I I'm excited to hear all the other ways we can connect Panic at the Disco to this episode. <laughs> I'd be shocked if that was the last one. But we we had to come out of retirement. Like what could have pulled us out of our deep deep hiatus? But money um, was it money? Do we do we get an, um, an offer for actual money? Well, you know what our our uh, <laughs> some of our website stuff actually we never. We never announced this officially on our podcast. We had some website issues. Thankfully, 
we the, don't anymore. Sen- sense resolved. So if you were looking for the Scooby Dudes website for a stretch there and you couldn't find it, I'm sorry about that, Luke, Luke, Luca Culpa, as they say. I, okay, so um, I will say it was your fault. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank Look, you for confirming. I'm. I'm also gonna say on the air. If you were the one who poached our URL, f you. Get wrecked. No kidding. <laughs> sat on it hey if you were doing that to at least start a superior scooby-doo podcast i might accept it but yeah like who who are you that you're just like you know what i want to do i want to take this scooby-doo <laughs> podcast website that no longer updates and as soon as their um domain registration expires it's mine <laughs> it's mine Ooh, I'm, i've got a, i've got an alert i've got an rss feed alert a google alert for that i want to snatch it maybe best case scenario this is a super fan who wanted the most angry shout out possible um eventually but and also wanted to make i guess like i don't know like dollars and cents on ad revenue i guess i don't how I don't, much money could this guy have gotten from our website i i don't i can't imagine it was like they got a lot of visitors but i went there every day and i bought every product advertised <laughs> so <laughs> maybe they maybe they, made, they made at least five grand i can confirm i was, I was wondering <laughs> we haven't video chatted in a while and your apartment is just like wall-to-wall penis pills yeah it really is I like how you turn around just to make sure. (laughs) You said that I look around like, holy crap, is that the case? In the back of your mind, you're like, I thought I hit my penis pills. But I am glad you mentioned that. The Scooby-Doo web, the Scooby-Dudes website is back online, up and running. You can find our whole uh, archive and library there. So do visit back and, uh, and keep visiting. This episode, of course, as you probably already know, is posted there. And the thing, did we say what brought us out of retirement, or have we just been doing bits around it? Um, so, we did we did mention it briefly in passing, so we're the Scooby-Dudes, etc. Um, what brought us out of retirement was the trailer for uh, the new Scooby-Doo animated, like, feature-length film. It's going to be on the silver screen. It dropped um, almost a week ago. Uh, almost a week ago, because it dropped on the 11th. We're recording this on the 17th. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, neither of us have watched this trailer just yet. We've both seen some stills. There's been a little information about it that we that can't help but trickle through. But um, we've tried to keep ourselves very virginal with this trailer, trying to make sure we've preserved our our purity for this this chat. I will say that um, on a similar note. Uh... <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> you know what? Let's just. Forget it. Just, I'm, I, <laughs> Evan, you're looking around at all the chastity belts hung on all of your walls. <laughs> oh, man. But that's that's all we're really here to do today. We're going to watch the Scooby-Doo trailer to get the Scoob trailer together. Break it down a bit. And that's uh, that's the that's that's it. You're welcome, it, people. It is funny because we're gonna we're essentially gonna do like a live reaction. Like we're gonna watch it live for yeah. the first time. But you know how on YouTube, someone it'll be like someone watching like an Overwatch cinematic, and then like they'll cry a little bit <laughs> um, when like the big the big emotional you know someone uh, almost sacrifices themselves and they'll they'll choke up. Yeah, there's certain beats in a reaction video. You have to cry at some point. You have to throw a vase against a wall. Um, <laughs> you have to you have to hit certain highs and lows emotionally to really bring the viewer along. The things our listeners cannot see us. They can only like what are, what are, are we gonna ooh and ah? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're gonna describe what one another are doing. Okay, guys, th- this stage. Evan is Evan is crying. He's taken his shirt off. He's oh oh he's so jacked. He has an eight pack. <laughs> 
<laughs> or maybe we'll, and then we'll jump in and describe ourselves at opportune moments. Oh man, but I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of talk, talk it. Uh, they, they can't see us, it's true, so you're only getting part of it. I mean, um, we're going to set the scene a little bit. Um, so uh, we are watching, out of all the trailers, because there's a lot online, we're watching the one uploaded by One Media. Mm-hmm. Uh, on November 11th, it's as of today, got 1.4 million views. Scoob, official trailer, parentheses, new 2020, and parentheses, Scooby-Doo animation movie HD. Um it's <laughs> just to spotlight what you said before we started recording. That's yeah. a bit more of a mouthful than we need. Thanks. Look, I'm going to say if you're one media, if you're like the distributor or the producer or whatever, maybe you don't have to say animation movie HD. Yeah, that feels like, honestly, sounds pretty fake. It if, does. <laughs> it sounds like someone who's trying to game YouTube for the views. If it said cam rip at the end of that, I would, I believe it. That clicks. I want, like, can you imagine Scoob, <laughs> official trailer, uh, parentheses, new 2020, close parentheses, Scooby-Doo, animation movie, 360p. <laughs> Click here, watch now on putlockermedia.org. <laughs> um, so basically, here's the gist. Um, so I'm going to say this for you and for our listeners. Thank you. Because uh, we're running... I mean, this is like one of the longest intros we've ever we, done. We budgeted half an hour for this, and we're 15 minutes in without having touched it, so we might go a little long. We're going to watch the trailer together, um, we're going to discuss the trailer, and then we'll do maybe not a deep dive, maybe like a shallow dive into Wikipedia, just to, because we've done a little bit of research, but not a ton. Not a ton. I've seen two names attached to it, but I haven't seen any of their names, and I'm very, I'm very curious. I, I want to get at least a cursory read of the talent involved. Um, so, I mean, I'm just gonna reload this just to make sure it buffers properly. Um, let's, uh, I don't know, you wanna, you wanna get into this? Yeah, without further a scoob, oh, let's go ahead and dive right in. I'll, I'll count us down, and we'll start on, on at 3, 2, 1. Listener, if you would like to do the same, oh, you can be right here with us. interactive experience. I, yeah, go pop those headphones on, count it down, click the play, and, and enjoy our commentary. I just hope I don't talk over it too much. It's that balance. But, okay, in three, three two, two, one. one. Ready. <laughs> That's a big cup. I feel like we're at the start of a movie. Oh, we gotta Do turn off how, our cell phone, um, Scoob. Shaggy has a deep V, but then a shirt underneath. They they wanted it both ways. Oh. <laughs> Listen to how verbose Scooby is. No kidding. This. Oh, hi, Velma. Nailed it! I I, huh? I don't love Shaggy's voice. No, I, I'm not with it yet. This is my biggest concern. I, I love this connection. I love, oh, look at that, from the moment they met. Oh, <laughs> those legs! The between the leg shot. Ah, oh, the snacks came first. Wow, Where's it's, the do from? It's weird, because you remember on, um... Uh, the kid, the, what is it called? The kids show? Where there were kids? Pup, pup named, yeah. They just gave him a, a grown man's voice. <laughs> yeah. So it's which ill. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. 
Uh, I love this. This moment, I love. It's oh, really them nice. all dressed up, meeting each other. I'm in love. Huh, I wonder what that was. Hologram, maybe? I wonder how long this this little, like, kids uh, scene, like, part of the movie is going to be. Yeah. It's definitely, it's covering both, which is interesting. I'm wondering if it's going to be flash forwards and back. Whoa. iPhone store. <laughs> I I'm not to not to drag the writers, but Apple Store was the better specific. Maybe they couldn't get the rights. I hang on. <laughs> this movie feels like a vehicle to make me fall further in love with Velma. I I was gonna say I was gonna say. Look, we can watch it again. Uh, listeners, rewind that back. <laughs> um, I do want to watch. I want. I was gonna say that. Um, I think uh, they're kind of frame. I, I mean, I think the obvious. Mm. Mm. Oh, I give me this take. I want this take so bad. Okay, before we get to the Sonic trailer, which just started auto playing, listeners, stop it before the Sonic trailer auto plays. I I think they made. Uh, I think Daphne is sort of like the conventional like hot girl. Okay, I I could see honestly when Daphne, Fred, and Velma showed up, each of them was more beautiful than the last. Those are just three like gorgeous, perfect skin, like um, ultra conventionally attractive people. So so here's something that I want to give you before we start again because we're gonna watch mm-hmm. it again. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, we need to really get those impressions. Um, when I first saw the the trailer stills, my comment was that Fred. It looks too generic. I, I'm with you on that. I, I feel like there's not a lot of personality on Fred. They they straight manned him a bit too much. And and I would even say that Fred looks like, and I don't, I don't know if you'll get this, hopefully some of our listeners will, mm. Fred looks like a background character in an Illumination Studios production. Ooh, Illumination Studios. What have they done? I'm sorry, it's a specific that's escaping me. I think they did, like, Despicable Me and, like, Minions. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's too smooth. I'd, I'd say Fred looks like Shaggy Sounds. They took too many of the charming edges off of him. Shaggy's... Ooh, okay, so we're going to go back into Let's it. Let's go back into it, but I it think we, such, we were of one mind on this. It's so jarring hearing Shaggy with, like, a young... Like, like, like a child's voice, great, but with no affectations. And, and when there are affectations, it goes kind of extreme all of a sudden, rather than um, kind of woven throughout. It's not really in the fabric of his voice. Like, I kind of like the idea that as a child, Shaggy was like, like, um, he, he had those little, like, verbal tics or, or, you know, like, ways of speaking. But and then maybe you grew out of it a bit? Is that kind of what you're... No, but that, like, he, you know, it was just a, something that he's always done. I know it's, it's probably not as realistic, right? That, like, I think when you're in your, like, teens or, like, puberty, that's when you sort of uh, start to become more of a person. Mm. See, I, I think I'm, I'm there for a story where Shaggy starts out without that. He's just kind of got kid voice. And then maybe during the meat of the movie, he's kind of in a transitional stage because the movie's already charting a path of growth and change. I mean, I think there's a very good joke, potentially, um, where, you know, like, Shaggy joins a commune or something. <laughs> this is a, they're going far for this joke, but it could be a good one. Wait, so he joins a commune. Yeah, and then, you know, all of a sudden, he, uh, you know, or like a hippie commune, you know, and that's where he, like, gets all of this. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, those affectations. The the okay. The the hippie. The so it's just a, you know like a little bit of a throwaway joke, and it just kind of like justifies it. I I think what I would have loved, and this is I don't blame anyone for not doing this joke, would be if it's like as a kid he's listening to like the top one hundred on the radio and Casey Kasem, and he tries to do a Casey Kasem impression that's bad, and that's what his voice is. Oh, R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. But I uh, let's let's get into this again. I definitely yeah, want to watch it again. again. All right. Count us down, listeners. This countdown is also for you. you. You, listeners, watch it again. Don't, don't not watch it. I'm also tempted to layer the first watch onto this watch, audio wise. Please, do not do that. I won't do that though. <laughs> All right, in three, two, two one, one, Scoob. Look at the size of that. <laughs> it's so big. It's time we made a new movie. Is this going to be in the movie? I don't... I want to say that this is specifically, hopefully, for the trailer. Oh. I love it if it is. I love when they make extra content just for marketing. Oh, the, there was a Japanese restaurant that said Takamoto, like the, the guy who like designed the gang. Oh, that's awesome. Nailed it. Ooh, it's mm. it's not great. I don't love it. I love this. It's so good. This like oh. really tugs at my heartstrings. Oh, where they where they toast the <laughs> the between the legs <laughs> shot. My god, that's so funny. <laughs> I know. I like this. Is like a. You ever watch the How to Train Your Dragon trailers? I, I've watched the trailers and the movies, and this feels like that. This yeah. feels like a, a Marley and Me trailer or There's something. There's a blue like... falcon on the wall. Oh my gosh. I love that Velma's a judge. I know, me too. I think she's RBG. Yeah, I would say most likely. Yeah, that's awesome. Also, a little bit of synergy, Warner Brothers, Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not crazy about these, uh, these robots. It feels like too big of a plot. It also, like... I... It seems weird to veer away from, like, the mystery... You know what I mean? Like, this, or like ghosts and ghouls. Yeah, this feels like if you recall Chicken Little, the movie that came oh, out. Oh, wow, this we has strong Chicken Little vibes. Right? Like, it's like aliens, this big extra plot. Oh, Velma, stop being amazing. That's <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very funny. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Um, but no, it's got chicken little vibes. Just to dive right into it, it's got chicken little vibes for me because there's the alien element. It's all got this extra smoothed over kind of aesthetic. And it feels like kind of almost too big and grandiose and extreme of a plot for the grounded story that we're trying to tell emotionally. I, I will say, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to issue a correction. I'm on the Wikipedia page right now. I sort of jumped the gun on that. Okay. Um, but it uh, it is stylized with an exclamation point. So that is my mistake. Okay, gotcha. Well, no, no sweat. Uh, you know what? Let's. Mm. How about this? Let's get into the voices. Let's do that. I, I'm very eager to because we we spotlit the voices at a couple of points. Shaggy's was one that. Um, oh, oh no. 
that makes me a little sad. Okay, so, um, <laughs> before sorry. we get into it, I just want to say, so on the Wikipedia page, as of today, November 17th, 2019, mm-hmm. this is the synopsis, and it sounds wrong. Um, uh, were you going to read it? Shall I? Here, I'll read it real quick. I, yeah, go for it. The story features Scooby-Doo on how he met Shaggy, Fred, Daphne, and Velma, and formed Mystery Inc., and soon faced their biggest challenge yet, a plot to summon the ghost dog Cerberus. What? That has to be wrong. The, the grammatical errors aside, and there were several, that plot is, exists nowhere in the film that we've seen, aside from that meeting each other thing. A summon the ghost dog Cerberus? This, maybe this went through multiple iterations or something before it got uh, to where we've seen. But this makes me even more confused on the plot. So let's, let's, let's move down from top to bottom. Because as I think I mentioned, there's some swerves in this cast list. Man, some swerves. I mean, one thing that's not a swerve right at the top, they wanted to make us feel safe and at home. Frank Welker is the voice of Scooby-Doo. And how... I, like, our listeners, um, did we ever release that episode where we did the movie? We, we didn't, I think, because I, I lost right. the audio for that, so we never did release it. But, um, so one little tidbit that we sort of, like, really focused on when we when we did the Scooby-Doo movie is the fact that they hired, I believe, an Australian stuntman? Yeah, with, like, no voice credits to do Scooby. And I will say, to his credit, he did not do a terrible job. No, he wasn't the be-all, end-all of Scooby's, but... When we say they hired a um, kind of unknown Australian stuntman to do Scooby's voice, it doesn't sound like that's the case. And and in in this, uh, you said the be all end all. The be all end all for Scooby Doo voices is Frank Welker. It starts and it ends with Frank Welker. There has been a lot of great voices in the Scooby Doo universe. I um, I've, I've avoid spotlighting all of my favorites right now, but Frank Welker. He brought Fred to life. He took over on Scooby-Doo. He's uh, an amazing voice actor and Foley artist all in his own right. So seeing him at the top of the list, that reassures me. Here's here's where things, I would say, go off the rails, which is to say immediately... I'd say it's it goes off the rails and it plunges to the bottom of the valley in the next one. So so um, who I think you and I would have chosen for Shaggy Rogers would be the man who's been voicing Shaggy Rogers for years now, since the Scooby-Doo movie. Abs- absolutely. It's got to be Matthew Lillard, if you're asking me. Um, I think he's totally embodied, taken over Scooby, uh, Shaggy, and uh, and done real justice to Ka- what Casey Kasem created. Um, so who they have as Shaggy is someone who, I, I'll admit, I haven't engaged with a lot of his work. I know what he's been in, I just haven't watched it. It's Will Forte. And I, I have to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this right now just to get it out there. I'm not a big Will Forte fan. I've got no reason to have anything against the guy. I just don't, he doesn't tickle me, I'm afraid. Like, I, I beg- wanted to watch Last Man on Earth, but, yeah, I don't know. I've I've tried a lot of his stuff and just haven't been able to break through. The MacGruber, The Last Man on Earth, this, this thing and that thing. I just, for some reason, I, what he does just doesn't get me. Uh, so I don't, I don't want to belabor the young voices, but do you know who's voicing um, young Shaggy? I don't know who this Ian Armitage is. Oh, wait, so he's... He's, Ian, he's, he's young Sheldon. He's young Sheldon. <laughs> okay. You know what? He did better work as young Shaggy than I enjoyed on the old Shaggy. It felt like it clicked more. Um. So uh, next for Fred Jones, I, I will say I really like, and here it is, I'm just going to say it. I really like Zac Efron. I, I do too. I enjoy Zac Efron's work. And there it is. He's Fred Jones. Um. And we're not going to do his kid voice because I don't care. He was, I don't care who who, this, about Pierce Uh, Daniel. Excuse me, are you just gonna, the erasure of 
Netflix's The Boss Baby Back in Business must stop, okay? We need to, we need to spotlight that stuff. Um, as, so Velma Dinkley, I, I'll, I'll actually let you take this one. So Velma Dinkley, we've got, I'm, I'm pretty excited for this one, we've got Jane the Virgin's own Gina Rodriguez. We only heard a couple of strands of dialogue from her, but I think she was fantastic in it. I also want to spotlight Gina Rodriguez from being in one of my other top animated shows of the present, Carmen Sandiego on Netflix. Really? We've never had the chance to talk about that. Um, it, it wasn't airing, I don't think, when Scooby, when we were uh, current. But Carmen Sandiego on Netflix um, with visual design work by Kevin Dart, one of my favorite artists alive, um, is an, a stunningly beautiful and well-crafted show um, that maintains, I'm sorry, the hard swerve into Carmen Sandiego. It maintains the educational, edutainment kind of elements of the original Carmen Sandiego show while also being a thrilling spy caper with unbelievable sound design. And Gina Rodriguez helms that with, uh, with real class and grace. That is incredible. Yeah, I got, uh, believe it or not, I got paid nothing to do that plug. But um, I, all that to say, I'm very excited to see what she's going to bring to Velma. I have complete faith. Um, I, I will also say uh, that when I watched the trailer, I didn't see, say this during our sort of like live reaction. I thought that Velma's character design sort of mm. hinted at maybe like her being of like having like a Latinx background. Yes, she's not. Uh, she, she doesn't appear to be Caucasian, which is exciting. Yeah, I think it's cool. And it is a funny little inversion of um, Daphne and Velma, an episode that you can listen to that we did. That's right. Where it was Daphne who was uh, who was played by um, a Latinx actress. Mm-hmm. And Velma, who was played by a Caucasian actress. Uh, so bringing up the rear uh, would be Daphne, um, voiced by Amanda Seyfried. Um, and here's here's what I want to say. I don't have a problem with Amanda Seyfried. Um, McKenna Grace says young Daphne. She's done a number of roles that people have probably seen. Um, here's sort of my takeaway, because after this, it's all spoilers, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. We should maybe, uh, yeah, I, we gotta do the spoilers. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Um, if you take Amanda Seyfried, Gina Rodriguez, Zac Efron, they're kind of, they're not as young as they used to be, obviously, but they are still kind of like younger Hollywood. They're young guard, and they're, I'd say, it's nothing wrong with it, but they're actors first, voice actors when convenient, is my impression. And and I guess, I think my criticism is, you would think that like, oh, we can't have Matthew Lillard join this cast because we want... We want young, you know, we want these to be, like, uh, I guess, like, names that will sort of, like, grab an audience that will appeal to sort of, like, a younger demo. Mm. Um, so, we, you know, it can't be, like, Matthew Lillard and Zac Efron. That doesn't jive. But then we have Will Forte. That's that's my big... I totally agree with you there. I don't, I don't feel like Will Forte has that young folk draw. Um, I, I think a lot of these picks make sense, but he... Um, I just... It's tragic for me because I'm not a big Will Forte fan, and I'm a huge Shaggy Rogers fan. So that's something I will personally have to get over. I'll get past that. Um, so from this point on, spoilers. Uh, if you want to watch this movie uh, and not have any of these revealed, please stop listening now. Uh, tune into the last like five minutes of this episode. Or here, why don't we do, let's give ourselves two minutes to spoil. How about that? Two minutes. Uh, okay, so let's let's run through this. I'm going to go first. Um, I'll cut Trace, us off, yeah. Tracy Morgan is... Captain Caveman. Captain Caveman, which is a property that we've only seen interact with Scooby-Doo. We've seen. I'm sure they've crossed paths before, but in the All-Star Olympics, I believe. Right, exactly. 
And similar with the other characters too. These are Hanna-Barbera properties and IP that um, are now merging in. And I'm wondering if it's gonna be part of the supernatural or like maybe an otherworldly, other dimension kind of thing here. Um, so D.V. Sykes, also a Captain Caveman uh, supporting cast member, uh, voiced by Kirzy Clemens, who mm-hmm. I, I quite like. She was on Easy on Netflix, which I've been um, watching recently. Oh, nice. I haven't seen her in anything, but I am excited to see her in action in this. Um, somebody I am familiar with as Dino Mutt Dog Wonder, Ken Jeong, of Hangover and Community fame. Uh, and then... I think like the big guns, like it's it's Mark Wahlberg <laughs> Pun intended. as yeah. uh, Blue Falcon. Yeah, and then um, Mark Mark Wahlberg, who notably beat a Vietnamese man until that man went blind. I I was, <laughs> and then uh, demanded and expected uh, his apology to be accepted. Uh, I was just wondering start, just how we were gonna, that out there. I was wondering how we were gonna finesse that in, and it, and brute forcing it in is just fine by me. <laughs> You really, you really beat that information right in. <laughs> okay, there we go. Um, and as Dick Dastardly bringing up the rear is Jason Isaacs, who I have to admit, I, I don't really know, even though I see some good voice credits on his uh, record, um, in, including Admiral Zhao in Avatar The Last Airbender. Dick Dastardly also like a wacky racers character, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think you're totally right. Um, so that's it. That's spoilers over. Spoilers over, and we we did. That was that was two minutes exactly. Nice. It's just weird to think that all of these characters, not going to be more specific, what place do they have in a movie that purports to be like Scooby Doo? Like first and foremost, delves into like the childhoods of these characters. I I feel like I mean, come on, Warner Brothers, you're shortcutting to a Marvel's team, Marvel movie it, team. That up. really is what it feels. It like. feels like this is a flagship movie for Hanna Barbera stuff, and there's going to be spinoffs maybe or something. But there's obviously so much less ground. I mean, I'm I'm kind of joking. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, what else can we say? Uh, I, let me read some of this casting stuff on Wikipedia, and then let's react to it. Okay. Okay. Here's one thing I'm going to read on Wikipedia. I'd like us to react to. Matthew Lillard and Greg Griffin, the longtime voices of Shaggy and Daphne, respectively, claimed that they had not been contacted about the decision to recast their roles. And I actually, F- I did read Matthew Lillard's tweet about that. Wow, I didn't read that. And I also want just to tack that on. Efron's casting as Fred marks the first time a character has not been voiced by Frank Welker, not counting the times a character. Okay, we already know that. Never mind. I, I mean, our, our listeners might, and I, I think it actually... It is kind of a big deal. It, it is for me. I, I, I'm trying not to make a big deal out of it because Fred is important to me. On, he's important to me on a level I fear he's not important to the rest of the world. But Frank Welker's Fred, for me, is almost of a spiritual significance. Well, here's the thing. Would I have minded if Fred in Scoob was voiced by Freddie Prince Jr.? Okay, yeah. And here we're getting into, again, the lost movie episode of uh, Scooby, Scooby-Doo. When I searched the Scooby-Doo movie, I was trying to find this trailer. I found the other one and was reminded again how Freddie Prince Jr. nailed it. He nailed Fred live action. The whole cast for live action Scooby-Doo. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot, what's her name? Uh, Italian name. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm embarrassed now. Linda Cardellini. Linda Cardellini, amazing Velma. Amazing. And, of course, Sarah Michelle Gellar as Daphne Blake. They both embodied... Um, the characters in kind of the archetypical larger-than-life sense and the version of the characters that could only exist in that specific live-action movie. And I really want it, honestly, <clears throat> I really want to see Freddie Prince Jr. return to this role. Not just because his name is also Fred, but partly because of that. It truly says a lot that they could um, 
that they can sort of like embody the spirit of these characters while also imbuing the characters with their own uh, certain something. I think I think it's really really commendable. A hundred percent. Like Freddie Prince Jr. was both Fred Jones and he was the kind of dickish, um, self-absorbed. Freddie Prince Jr. character, and not that that's who Freddie Prince Jr. is, but like that version of Fred on that. Ah, oh, it was so good. So I'm I'm a bit disappointed we didn't see those guys return. I also feel like they can they can play young in the voice booth. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Sarah Michelle. Like no offense to Amanda Seyfried, I'm sure she'll do great. Sarah Michelle Geller could have done it. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. And I, not to not to really bemoan from the movie at all, but I. Maybe maybe it's going to be a secret reveal. And also, spoiler for the, the Scooby-Doo film, but I want to see Rowan Atkinson come out swinging as the villain <laughs> um, who is really an <laughs> scrappy-doo in an animatronic body. <laughs> so what you're telling me is you just want them to animate the Scooby-Doo movie. Okay, yeah, that's what I wanted. Thank you for putting such good <laughs> words, putting it to words, yeah. Let's let's sort of, let's just do like a final, like what are our impressions? How do we feel about it? This movie releases in May 2020. Um, we're we're going to get into the future of this podcast. I think it's not out of the question that maybe we'll... Uh... It's not out of the question, not off the table. If, you know what, you got, you fans, you begged, you pleaded, you banged on our doors such that our um, <laughs> penis pills and chastity belts fell off our walls, <laughs> and we, we acquiesced, and we came back for this trailer. So maybe we'll do it again for the movie. Here's one question I want to have before we get into the final stage wrap-up. Do you think there's going to be anything romantic in this film? It's I feel a little embarrassed that I'm even that curious, but I am. Do you think there's going to be any notes of um, love interest, a Mary Jane played by Isla Fisher um, for Shaggy, or anything between um, Fred, Velma, Daphne? A thruple, maybe. Because the, the Fred, Daphne is so... There's almost something iconic about it, in spite of the fact that for I think a lot of the show's history that hasn't really been like like a central part like obviously um what is it uh what is it what the the Crystal Cove what um, show yeah, is that uh, one? Mysteries Incorporated Mystery Inc Mystery right. Inc yeah that that leans so hard into like the Fred Daphne like Shaggy Velma um but for the most part I think it is more part of the zeitgeist to be like. Oh, like Fred and Daphne, they're just going to leave to go smooch or, you know, do whatever else because I, it's the internet. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think it's it's a, it's a will they, won't they that I think is mostly brought to the screen by the viewer's expectations um, than more than is actually presented on screen for us to expect. Um, and I think it's telling that the time where it's perhaps heightened to the strongest degree is in Mystery Inc., which is essentially a fan fiction Scooby-Doo. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say that I don't want to see that. I, I know that doesn't hmm. specifically answer your question, but but if no, this is that does. if this is our first time sort of getting Scooby Doo in like the modern age, like no disrespect whatsoever to uh, to be cool, which is an amazing show. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but if this is Scooby Doo for a new audience, I want us to just get the gang as the gang. I agree. I think I, I want, especially seeing them so young, I don't want us to dive into that particular aspect of growing up and, and that change. I think it'll muddy the waters and complicate things. I, I really want the, the pure emotional friendship story of these five. Uh, and I think, I don't know, this is kind of an obvious question. Are you excited for this movie? I'm very excited for this movie. I wasn't sure how I was going to feel looking at the... I'd only seen a few stills. I'd only seen a few casting things. I'm... 
again, Will Forte, um, not not the. I'm not crazy excited to see his Shaggy, but there's so many other hands that go into making Shaggy here. The animators have clearly really done a great job. There's been a lot of love in the writing. I love that in the trailer we see Shaggy lick Scooby. That gave me such high expectations for this film. I'll say that the humor is on point. Like the jokes mm-hmm. all really landed for me. Yeah. It, it felt very, you know, it's that, it's that trailer humor where it's almost like a different comedian cutting another comedian's jokes. <laughs> but uh, so the t- who knows what it'll really play like in, in theater, but I'm excited. I've got some good expectations. Um, please look, uh, uh, so for our listeners, um, I'm going to share this on our social media. Uh, you know what? We'll do this in the outro. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm a uh, I'm a little lost on what we do next. So yeah, my uh, what's the what's the audio? Was is there like a stinger or something that you insert? Um, what did we used to do between Isn't that like a like a oh yeah, yeah. something like that? Yeah, it, it, I would do one for the end of the episode and then another one for the end of the outro. I think right. Yes. Anyway, just okay. insert it somewhere here. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna do it right after Please. that sentence. <laughs> so. Uh, so Luke, all right. How so? For one box of penis pills, how many chastity belts do you want? Okay, well, Evan. Oh, oh, sure. oh we're recording. We're recording. Okay, hang on. We'll finish this conversation later. I'll cut it out. I'll cut it out. Don't worry about it. It's, okay, thank you. Thank. I, I really appreciate it's that. It's not a big deal. Yeah, definitely. But no, actually, the the trick is to put the penis pills in the chastity belt and then oh man so uh listen oh oh, listeners hey we didn't see you there welcome welcome to the outro of the episode um we we just wanted to thank you for visiting and give you some expectation for moving forward i i know that we've there's been a lot of radio silence um there are a myriad of reasons uh all to say just let me be upfront. We are going to be releasing one more episode in the year 2019. This this is going to be the big special episode that we teased last year. Yep, there's been a lot of thought and a lot of ruminating going on, a lot of fermenting of ideas, and uh, we do still fully... Uh, we're going to release our episode of Scooby-Doo, that we've written a Scooby-Doo episode, and we're going to voice act for you, um, not live on mic, live on mic... <laughs> And release to you in Hey, Mike the... didn't agree to this. <laughs> We're gonna do it. I'm sitting on Mike right here. Hang on, let me pan my camera down. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are releasing our Scooby-Doo episode, The Year of Our Lord 2019. Be ready for it. Get psyched for it. Get your expectations up to the roof for it. Um, as we said, um, that was always planned to be like our big final episode. Um, I, I don't want to necessarily speak for you, uh, but I, w- I want to say that we both loved doing this podcast. Yeah, we never really had an outro or wrap-up. I've truly loved doing this podcast. It's been... It's, it's kind of weird, because I, I, it almost goes without saying I love spending time with you, Evan. I, I feel like I'm, in a way, one of the best versions of myself with you. And I just really enjoy you as a person. And so getting to have our friendship here live on mic has been a true delight. And it's been a really rewarding and wonderful experience. Uh, there, there are various reasons. I'm I, like, again, I'll, I'll let you uh, sort of like cover your side of things. For, okay, for yeah. me, um, I had always wanted to continue doing Scooby Doo in like perpetually, like forever. I, I think having been away from it for like several, several months um, made me realize that like I've had, I've had a few moves. Um, my life has gotten a lot mm. busier. Um, 
I, I just have a lot more going on, especially as far as like the social media side. Um, what what am I trying to say here? I don't know. I love I love Scooby Dudes. I I love truly love our listeners and 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 everyone who donated to us. Um, I think realistically this did have to end at some point. Maybe a little earlier than I would have liked, but I think that's that's like the I think that's the sad truth of it. In some ways, the natural course of events. And to, and to cover my side, the, the big thing on my side is just that Evan had a lot of moves. He had a lot of life changes. Uh, it was all stuff on Evan's side um, and nothing with me at all whatsoever. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm just covering my side, okay? If you can let me talk about me, I'd like the space to do that. I, I could say that um, uh, just to really spotlight myself, I think um, I, on my side, kind of needed to take a step back for a minute um, to work on myself, which is the immediate reason for part of the gap. It's been, the last couple months have been very healthy for me to, to have taken time to work on lots of areas where I need to be healthier and uh, can be healthier. And it's, I think it's reaped good benefits. And uh, all that said, I, I miss not just talking to you, Evan, which we'll keep doing for forever, but I kind of miss spending this time with our listeners, kind of this invisible, silent third person in the room. Right. Who I, it it feels cheesy to say, but listeners, I'm kind of going to miss you. I feel like we've been spending time together, and I've gotten to also be a bit a version of myself that I really enjoy because of you. So thank you, listeners, for that. Uh, Um, Kind of a messy bunch of statements, but that's, I guess, what's in my heart. There have also been, I think, just like, really awful technical issues. There's the thing with the website. Um, I, I lost, uh, a la- my laptop crashed and I actually lost like all of, uh, like the Photoshop stuff for all of like mm-hmm. our visuals, um, which was debilitating. Honestly, it was just really oh. hard. Um, but l- look, I don't want to say that it's out of the question that we'll never release new episodes again after this last one. I, I absolutely want to keep that door open. This this returning to do the trailer thing has been, for me, invigorating. I feel like I'm brought to life. Um, and I would love to, when there's significant events or milestones in the Scooby-Doo world or community, to keep returning uh, to do little one-offs like this. Yeah, like, by and, no means, I think, ever returning to a weekly schedule, but just like, oh, hey, like, a new, what is it, um, like, afterlife with Scooby? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, um, I, I both enjoy Scooby-Doo too much. However much I liked it at the start of this podcast, I, it's now part of my identity. It's like I've got a tattoo in my brain of Scooby-Doo. It's, uh, it's just, it's part of who I am, and I'm going to want to return to it, and I'm going to want to return to it with you, Evan. So I think it's very much, very much a possibility. I, I just want to take this time, because, uh, Luke, I don't know how much you're going to cut this down. I'm so sorry for how long it's gone. Well, it's okay, we'll see. But I just want to end things by saying, uh... We're really happy to be back. Really happy to be recording another episode before the end of the year. Thank you so much for just being a loyal listener. Because I know that there are some of you who are just like, we're ecstatic to see this update in their inbox or their RSS or whatever. Yes, it's a, it's a small but strong number of Scooby Dudes fans still out there. And uh, we're really glad to get to deliver this to you. Thank you so much for being on this journey with us. It's looking back at all that we've recorded. We've done a lot. Just uh, just the raw audio that we've released has been quite a lot. It's been a journey. I'm glad to get to take a few more steps on that journey with everyone, if just a few steps at a time. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of steps. <laughs> a lot of steps. We're getting our steps in. I'm like, I'm like now reaching like, how is it we used to end episodes? And, I, yeah. and I'm like, oh, f***.
I would say that I love you, and you would not say it back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'll say I like I like that when I record, I, I don't have to, like, moderate my... Because, like, a big booming laugh, that's what the listeners want. I, I feel like it. Honestly, I feel like such a, a comedy cop-out, because when I listen to podcasts... I know it's funny when the people on the podcast laugh, and it's like I have no sense of identity. I'm just, or are they laughing? Ha ha, I think it's funny too. (laughs) But I will say that I now live in like a condo, and I know that sound travels. And that might be another reason that we can't record as often as like I or we would like. I'm I'm definitely shouting right now. It helps that Ipti Sam, um, who can't say um, any words from her side about how she's thrilled that I'm not taking up her Saturdays anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she's not here to say that piece, but she's not here right now, so I can be as loud as I want. Oh man, um, no, it's been a, it's been a fun journey, and you know what? One way or another, Evan and I are both going to watch this movie, and we're both going to talk about it. Let's just all hope that it winds up on Mike. Yeah, yeah. Um. Right. Love you, listeners. I, and I love you, listeners. And Evan, I, I kind of got you here. I am a listener of this podcast. You just told me you loved me. You love me. You love me. You love me. You love me. No. No, I don't. Oh, man, it feels I don't, good. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you I do. Don't. You do. I don't. Evan, <laughs> Evan I, I don't sh- love you. I see I see a chastity belt with my name engraved on it. <laughs> it says Wear this in case of excess love for Luke. <laughs> and yeah, I've got I've got a couple peener pills that are back here like <laughs> eat this to enable love of Evan. <laughs> Peen beans as you call them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man! I like that. Th- I like that you're implying that these are pills that will get rid of your bone. <laughs> oh shoot! That is what they do. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it says a really small right of that penis disappearing pills. <laughs> oh man, this is a, a sloppy outro. But... All right, uh, well, let, let me let me press. Let stop. me do the same. Mm-hmm.